Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to continue the series Movies I Love and talk about 2013's American Hustle, directed by David O. Russell and starring Christian Bale, Amy Adams, Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper, and Jeremy Renner. Now, if you listen to the Wednesday episodes I do with May, I always talk about how I'm going to do a Movies I Love on this movie because I love this movie and I thought, well, I finally better do it. We've talked about these five principal actors in different episodes already. So Amy Adams, we talked about, I think, probably very early on, like in the 20th episode, how she's the best American actress under the age of 50. Now, in that episode, I talk about her and Jessica Chastain and talk about which is better. Adams has six nominations. She did get a nomination for this movie. And yes, she's kind of been in a dormant state the last few years. And her Hillbilly Elegy movie with Glenn Close was horrifically bad. But I'll still stand by that contention. Under the age of 50, she's America's best actress. And then Bradley Cooper, we talked about him recently with Cooper versus Gosling. Bale, we talked about in the episode Bale versus DiCaprio. Renner, we have a standalone retrospective on Renner. And that, and Jennifer Lawrence, we have an episode on her versus Emma Stone, and we have an episode on how important the R-rated comedy No Hard Feelings was for her career. And that movie ended up doing, at least when this is being recorded, it ended up doing better on its opening weekend than anticipated. Most people thought it was it was great to have an R-rated comedy back, but they admit that it was eventually didn't push the envelope more than it needed for the movie to be successful, but we'll see what its overall gross is. So American Hustle, look, David O. Russell, I have a mixed kind of history with him. I think his early work is better than his later work, which is pretty common with actors and directors, but Three Kings, for example, I think is a great movie. I do think Silver Linings Playbook is a decent movie. I don't think Jennifer Lawrence should have gotten an Academy Award for it, but it's a good movie. And then after after American Hustle, I'm just not a big fan of Joy and I'm not a big fan of Amsterdam. But American Hustle, I would not say is necessarily a well-made movie. What makes this movie a movies I love is all five of the people, Bale, Adams, Cooper, Renner, and Lawrence are just, I mean, it's just, who can outact the other? This movie has crazy acting. And what do I mean by that? So the movie takes place in the 1970s and early 80s in New Jersey. So you have them all pulling this 70s East Coast, Jersey, New York accent. Adams is very unique in this movie in that for two reasons. One, she's pulling the British accent, which she doesn't do that often. I think there's maybe one other movie where she does the British accent. But what makes this movie to me striking for Amy Adams is Amy Adams is sexy. And if you look at most of her roles, whether it be Enchanted or The Master or The Fighter or all the movies, even like something like Leap Year, she's not sexy in any of her movies. In this movie, she's just all out 
out there. And some of the scenes she has with Cooper and Vale, especially Cooper, when they're in the bathroom stall and Cooper is just wanting her and bending her over the, the toilet and all this. She's just like, whoa, Amy Adams. Amy Adams typically does not do roles like this. But she's overtly sexy. Jennifer Lawrence, I mean, she's maybe 21, 22 when she's doing this movie. And, I mean, some would say that she is not good in this movie. I think she is trying to keep up with the other three principal actors. And she's overacting as well. Now, before I talk about the plot and so forth, let me let me mention this. So, the movie got nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, Best Actor for Bale, Best Actress for Adams, Best Supporting Actor for Cooper, Best Supporting Actress for Lawrence. Okay, so the movie did get a lot of praise. Cooper is just so unctuous. I mean, he's in this, this mixture of being unctuous, but also earnest do-getter, because he plays the F- FBI guy who's trying to bust Bale and Amy Adams, who then simps out and falls for Amy Adams. But he is he's doing cocaine. He's just over-the-top good. And I, I love Cooper in this movie. I think he's great. And then Renner is playing the corrupt mayor that they're trying to scam. And he's good in this. I'm not, I'm not a big fan. I don't think Renner, Renner has a lot of range in this movie, to be honest. And then Bale. I mean, God, I... May loves Bale, but that's probably her favorite actor. And she doesn't think this is Bale's best work. I don't I don't know if it's necessarily his best work, but he has this really bad toupee and a comb over, and he is truly a chameleon. You forget when you're watching this movie that this is Christian Bale. So the movie is essentially about, we'll just use the actor's names because it's easier. So Bale and Amy Adams are lovers and they're in a relationship and they're con artists in the late 70s. And she poses as a British aristocrat to improve her scams that she and, and, uh, and Bale do. And essentially their, their scams are like low level scams in Jersey, loan scams and so forth, car scams and stuff like that. But given that she goes by the name Lady Edith Greensley, she has a certain cachet and pedigree to her. And so they're pretty successful. This catches the eye of Cooper. Cooper plays an FBI agent. And Cooper realizes that Amy Adams is, in fact, not some aristocratic uh, woman, that, in fact, she's a fraud. But he actually does believe that she's English. And... He is giving them a lot of heat that he's going to throw them in jail. And so Bale and Adams decide to manipulate Cooper into thinking that Adams is in love with him. So he will essentially lessen the heat on them. And then from there, what happens is they get involved with... Let's take a break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is... The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 20, 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. So the bail has a friend who is pretending to be a wealthy Arab sheik looking for potential investments in America, just fraudulent investments. And so Bale suggests that he target Jeremy Renner's character, who is the mayor of Camden, New Jersey, who's trying to to fix the city and revitalize gambling in Atlantic City, because this is in the 70s when Atlantic City was still a complete dump. So they tried to do Cooper who was kind of a low-level FBI agent, wants to use this opportunity to devise a sting operation against uh, Jeremy Renner, the mayor, and catch him taking these illegal bribes. And so Amy Adams, of course, is leading him on this because she's trying to get him to fall in love with her to so they won't go to jail, bail, and, and Amy Adams won't go to jail. And then it just escalates from there. Now, this is based on the Abscam scandal of the late 70s, if you've heard of this. It was a well-known kind of FBI congressional uh, operation that, that happened during this time that actually took down a bunch of congressmen. So I'm not going to reveal the whole entire plot, but the movie is so funny. And so Jennifer Lawrence has got some great scenes because... See, Bale is married to Lawrence, but he's having an affair this whole time with Amy Adams. And they do all these scams together with her British accent and all that. And Lawrence figures out that he's having this affair. And like a lot of guys are having affairs, Bale's character is telling Amy Adams that I'm going to leave Jennifer Lawrence. I'm going to leave. They have a, a child together. He and Lawrence have a child together. It's like, I'm going to leave her. I'm going to leave her. Just give me time. I got to prepare. I got to, you know, figure out what to do with the money. I'm going to leave her, leave her, leave her, leave her, leave her. And, and Jennifer Lawrence's wife is unstable and definitely histrionic. And she is just crazy. And she's so good. So when she finds out and meets Amy Adams, because she knows that. Bale's having the affair. <laughs> the scenes between the two of them is just so funny over the top. It's like real housewives of Jersey over the top because both of the women love Bale's character and it's just so funny. And then you got all the scenes where Cooper is trying to seduce Amy Adams. Eventually Amy Adams does come clean and say, I'm just a girl from Albuquerque pretending to have a uh, British accent. But it doesn't matter. Cooper is so whacked out on cocaine that he still loves Amy Adams and will do everything for her. And she just manipulates and manipulates him because deep down, even though he's married to Lawrence and keeps defending Lawrence in her histrionic ways, she loves Christian Bale's character. 
And so the movie just escalates and escalates how they're trying to con these congressmen and con the mayor uh, and, and all these things. And it's just so funny. It The movie is just so funny because I, I think you look at 70s fashion and really starting in the mid-60s, the fashion just goes to crap in America. You look at early 60s, like Mad Men, for example, the fashion was still pretty good. Then you get late 60s, eh, and, and then by the 70s, the 70s had the worst hair. Just the worst hair for everybody. Cooper, for example, has a perm in this movie. A legitimate perm. And he is all in. This is why I love Cooper. This is why I love all five of these actors. Because they are so into their characters. They're just so dialed up. Like they're all on cocaine when they're acting in this movie. But either way... Adams is, it's, you know, looks pretty good in this movie and she's wearing kind of this sexy dresses and then Lawrence is more like dressing the bourgeois housewife. Cooper is wearing these polyester suits and Bale is wearing these polyester that are so ugly. And you think of, like how at this time did they really think that this fashion looked good? Because there's no way. It's just, it's so ugly. <laughs> But that's part of the fun of it is, is seeing how they dress, seeing how they all talk in their bad Jersey accents, and then seeing how they're all one-upping and manipulating each other and just the drama and histrionics. And then you throw in David Russell. He always has decent music in his movies. I mean, I wouldn't say it's good as Scorsese music, but the music's pretty good. And it's just filmed in a very kind of up-tempo, frenetic way that is pretty common with David Russell movies. Now, I do want to mention, the movie did very well. It was estimated to only have been made for about $40 million, and it ended up making $250 million. So it made, you, you take into advertising, but you, you could say it made five times what it was uh, slated to, to be made for. And then it just got 10 Academy Awards and tons of nominations. Now, no one won their Academy Award for this movie, but it did receive... Uh, a lot of nominations, and it did receive a very high score on Rotten Tomatoes, which doesn't really mean anything. I think it's like 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. So look, if you've never seen this movie, I recommend you see it. I forgot to mention, Amy Adams vowed that she would never work with David O'Russell because he, per her, was pretty hostile and antagonistic toward her in the movie. And they had worked together, like in The Fighter and in, in some other movies, but... After this movie, she vowed she would never work with them. And so, look, he, David O'Russell in some way has been a, a little canceled. There was a sexual misconduct allegation against him in 2011 that Russell's 19-year-old transgender niece filed a police report saying that Russell had sexually assaulted her, but the case was closed later on. But in terms of, like, on set, he's had a couple of incidences on set. And the only one I'm going to mention here is the one regarding Amy Adams. So... Amy Adams said that Russell made her life a living hell during the production of the movie. And even at one point, Christian Bale had to intervene. But Bale's a good guy. and He's been married to the same woman for 30 years. He seems like a pretty good guy. And that Salon, the, the online publication, reported that in an email to Sony chief Michael Linton, journalist Jonathan Alter said, quote, he grabbed one guy by the collar cursed out people repeatedly in front of others, and so abused Amy Adams that Christian Bale got in his face and told him to stop acting like an asshole. 
And then later, Adams told British GQ in 2016, quote, he was hard on me, that's for sure. It was a lot. I was really just devastated on set. And then she said she wouldn't work with him again. Adams also explained, quote, Jennifer Lawrence doesn't take any of it on. She's Teflon. I am not Teflon, but I also don't like to see other people treated badly. It's not okay with me, close quote. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence strikes me as someone who just yeah, shakes it off. That's, that's who she is. But Amy Adams, I do think, is is like a shrinking violet. And she can really like morph into these roles. But I could totally see her taking it personally. She's not probably one of those who takes well to negative criticisms. So David O. Russell is known to be abusive. There's a couple of other cases uh, that happened, but I'm not really going to talk about it. So he's known to be that kind of, kind of abusive director. And look, I mean, it's interesting because we're never going to do like a David O. Russell... Uh, director review or director versus director like we did Nolan versus Tarantino but if you look at his movies he hasn't really done much you know he started early in the 90s flirting with disaster 1996 that's the still in movie I don't think it's okay but Three Kings and then he does I Heart Huckabees The Fighter he directs that Silver Linings Playbook American Hustle then he does Joy in 2015 and then nothing for seven years until Amsterdam and Amsterdam was a complete tank so either way, the movie is amazing. Watch it. I believe it's streaming on Netflix as of this recording, but definitely check out the movie. It is so over the top. So if you like any of these actors and you like movies where the actors just become complete, completely chameleon and they're over the top and, and you like a very over-sexual movie that has really bad accents and you just want to like intentional humor it's like unintentional humor i should say then check out american hustle it's such a funny movie even though it's not intending to be funny guys i'll post a poll over at spotify and let me know what you think of american hustle of course over at spotify you can post comments in any episode please rate and review uh the cinnamon rag either on apple or spotify because it helps with the algorithm there's a link in the episode notes here for paypal and there's a link to the website that hosts the Eclectico Gregorio feeds, but the way, best way to listen to them is not at the website, but rather on Apple and Spotify. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.